What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Colorful Convos with Nico, episode 58, baby. Woo! Tonight's guest, as February Friends rolls on, is another friend from college, another homie from the squad group, Tyler Fricasi. I got to tell you, this entire past week, having all my closest homies on the show has really brought me closer to all these guys, and me and Tyler have... An amazing conversation about a far range of subjects uh, that I wasn't expecting to talk about, nor was he expecting to talk about. And I think that's what makes this episode and this overall February friend so unique is that when I'm expecting something with one friend, we talk about something completely different and raw and whatever's on their mind. And at the end of the day, that's really all I want. So episode 58 with Tyler Fricasi, and here we go. T-Bell? Mm-hmm. What would you get? What's your go-to? Too word? often. Uh, cheesy Gordita Crunch. Okay. And uh, some Cinnamon Twist with a Baja Blast Freeze. You would order okay. You would order Cinnamon Twist? Fuck yeah. I don't think I've ever ordered Cinnamon Twist. You're crazy. You're Swear crazy. to God. Swear hey, to but God. But you've had them? I've had, had them because I ordered the $5 box and they come in as a uh, screw a screw in at it. Dude, that box... It, it I don't think the, any fast food yeah. restaurant has ever released anything that even comes close to that. Wendy's four for four, you're close. That's close, the closest, but still not it. That five for five, man. When God. it's like, what, didn't they do like a cheesy gordita box? They did one? a cheesy gordita one for like two weeks, and I was there every day. <laughs> oh my! <God. laughs> every day, bro. It's crazy. Do you ever see the video of how they make the cinnamon twist? No. Do I want to? Oh my gosh. Are they like, could... is it like pork rinds or something? <laughs> no. I wish I could do like what Rogan does. And it's like, Jamie, pull up the video. Like, you know, like <laughs> show me on the screen. <laughs> but what they do is they take like rotini uh, uh, pasta. Like noodles? Yeah. And fry them. And they and just like it. pop up? Yeah. So like we <laughs> could make them. Yeah. <laughs> I got to send you the video. I got to no. send you the video. I'm going to try that tonight. Oh my gosh, bro. No, I, it was like viral on TikTok and, and all that. And I saw it there. Oh my God. I'm going to need to try that. Have you ever made homemade donuts? No. Listen, you know me. I, I'm an addict when it comes to donuts. Like that is my <laughs> drug of choice. Okay? Really? It's an unhealthy obsession. What's your donut of choice? Every donut. You don't care. Every single donut. Jelly Listen, that place Sprinkles in Allendale. Okay. When they first opened... Right. Again, being an enclave, I'm driving right down the street. It's right there. Right. One dollar per donut, any donut, any size, doesn't matter. Twelve dollars got me a feast in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> and I went to town with a fucking knife and a fork and my fucking napkin tucked in. It was yeah, it was a disaster. I used to bring donuts over to Mystic, see oh. Jacob and Cal, and they would be like, 
oh dude you eat some and i'm like oh no i ate six on the way over <laughs> yeah no it's a four minute drive yeah i pounded six of them on the way so is sprinkles your like go-to choice would you say or like what's like a great no. donut place and what's an overrated donut place Ooh, i like that question because i was just talking about this the other day comparing duncan and tim hortons oh so i'm curious to see what you say about this but i'm a big duncan person I was never huge on Tim Hortons until I lived downtown. Right. And then I got Tim Hortons bacon, everything bagel every day before class. Bacon, everything. Ooh, the crackest thing you can get. Their hash browns, if they ever have them, which they never do, (laughs) are fire. If you can catch them on a good day. (laughs) But I'm still a Duncan fan. I swear, I think Uh. Duncan is better all around. But I just really like coffee, so I judge it more so on the coffee. Okay, so for me, so out here, Dunkin's are pretty accessible. Like in Grand Rapids and shit, they weren't around. And that's the opposite. Here, there's no Tim Hortons. They don't exist out here. Damn. Yeah, bro. So me, I've always been a Tim Hortons guy. But I will say, I like Tim Hortons donuts better. Mm -hmm. And I like Dunkin's coffee better. Yep, I agree. I think that, Tim Hortons has the better food. Absolutely. Sure. I think their donuts are way like their honey crullers. Stop. Fire. That you ever try the chocolate dipped honey cruller? Oh, of course. Oh, dude. Try it. Yeah. Try <laughs> I mean, it. Sorry. That was my staple. <laughs> oh man, like a honey dip. Ooh, sometimes I would just feel oh, classic and get an original glazed, you know? Sometimes I would get all four. Oh, yeah. You Timbit guy or no? Mm, you know mm. not really honestly yeah. i think munchkins are better than timbits oh hot take okay yeah. okay I, I, I like munchkins i don't like the name munchkin i don't like saying no, i don't either munchkin yeah no nope, i don't either mm. but they're great any bakery shits on both of them though like mm. any small little bakery mom and oh, pop store local or whatever. yeah those are the best Yes. Yeah, been making the same dough for 75 years. Mm-hmm. Hasn't they changed. They got mama's recipe. Yeah. No. But Sprinkles had a cronut. Now, I don't know if you've ever tried a cronut. A cronut. What's a cronut? This is a croissant donut. What? Right. Let me say it again. Yeah. Hold That's on. That's a I croissant donut. Yeah. The glaze and everything. So it's just... Is it in the shape of a crescent or is it? So shape- this one was actually in the shape of like a little triangle. It was like that. Whoa. Yep. Like a little Whoa. Illuminati pie. <laughs> and, and it was, was good. Oh my God. To this day, I think it's my favorite donut I've ever eaten. Wow. Mm, it was something never- different. We so got I used go to get- take down six of those. <laughs> Okay, so you it's keep funny because saying- like people are gonna think I'm joking, but like <laughs> I know it's really a problem. Like I will okay. actually take down a dozen donuts to myself. <laughs> okay, so when you go to like let's say you know Taco Bell or whatever, yeah. do you over order every time like I do? Every time. Every time. Okay. Every time. It's not just like I'll me. tell them to give me extra everything, <laughs> knowing that I'm gonna have leftovers. <laughs> i love it oh i like order like today i pulled up and you know i was just like kind of rushing home and shit i was like i gotta just get something to eat and i pull up and i'm like all right i'm not that hungry at all i'm not that hungry 
get a crunch wrap because that's the OG. Get the meal, comes with the extra taco, and that should be enough, dude. It that should, should be. be enough. Never. Never is. I look at the yeah. value menu, I'm like, all right, that's only a dollar. Like it's so only need, a couple bucks. Yeah, I need two <laughs> of them at least. Like, yep. And then I'm like, Every oh, time. shit. Oh, I want – oh, that's only $4? Let me get an extra cheesy gordita. Cr- I'm not even going to eat it. Right. Oh, I hate doing yeah. that. I hate, I hate doing it. it too. And then you wonder why, like – People complain about, oh, America's the most obese country in the world. And you're like, yeah, man, yeah. I can get a Big Mac for $2. But like a McDonald's salad, which is still a shit salad, is yeah. like 8 bucks. Yeah. You ever see that video of like the U.S. McDonald's and the U.K. McDonald's comparing yes. portion sizes and stuff? Crazy. We're so fat. Crazy. Dude, there's it's McDonald's gross. that literally sell like health foods. Yes. Like kale. Like only salads and like power greens and wraps. And meanwhile, over here, we're chugging a shamrock <laughs> shake. Yeah. A, qua- a triple sprite that probably powder. has meth in it. Like <laughs> the I Coke's mean, literally made out of cocaine. Real Coke. Dude, yeah. Like they would put. You know, like French fries on the screen. And in the UK, it's like potato, salt, oil, natural flavors. That's it. Yep. In the United States, potato, There's not salt. even potato. It's not even <laughs> potato. It's literally just food coloring. That's yeah. all it is. It's gross. And we're so It's fat. funny you say that because I actually, uh, the other day I was chilling with Weiss. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was telling me that the Popeye's spicy chicken sandwich shits on Chick-fil-A. So I'm like, all right, I'm a big Chick-fil-A advocate, right? I would agree with you. Mm -hmm. I'll die for it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. It's it's right up there with donuts. All right. Wow. Okay. So I had to see for myself, whatever. We go there. We end up getting fries with our meal, right? We're in the Mm -hmm. car, which first of all, the chicken sandwich, I don't want to say it. But it does shit on Chick-fil-A. No. I know. I know. I can't lie. Just as a sandwich, I still like Chick-fil-A overall better. I think they're overall better place. Yeah. Better food overall. But just the sandwich, like I got full off of one of those sandwiches. Yeah. See, you're right. Because in Chick-fil-A, I always want another one. And I get a 30-piece nugget in spicy sandwiches from (laughs) Chick-fil-A. And an Oreo milkshake. (laughs) And fries <laughs> and chick-fil-a sauce yeah of course and what's the other one? Oh my god it's not szechuan sauce oh shit there's another sauce at chick-fil-a other than chick-fil-a Dude, sauce this is the best sauce um i don't know why i can't think of the name right now sweet and sour it's like a sweet and sour sauce or like a szechuan but hold on i'm looking it up for you god this is important. this is this is the best sauce that you can get from chick-fil-a and if you've never tried it, you need to get it. Um, you can order Chick-fil-A sauces on Etsy. It's, what the hell? <laughs> uh, is it the Polynesian? The Polynesian. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> okay. That's it. Yeah, I'm yeah. not hip. I'm not hip. All right. Well, oh, my God. I'll take a look. I'll mm-hmm. take a look. Okay. So you but said anyway, you, Yeah, go ahead. Fries, right? Yeah, yeah. We're talking about McDonald's not having real fries. Correct. I shit you not. 
we're driving back in the car. You always got a snack on fries when you're in the car. 100%. You could hear our teeth shattering as <gasps> we bit into these fries. There was not even potatoes inside of these. It was just a crunchy like box that should be filled with potato. Almost like a veggie straw? Yeah, basically. Like hollow in the middle. Oh. To the point where it just tasted like you were eating like the skin of like a fried chicken. You know what I mean? Just like the crunch. Yeah. Which is good if it's on a chicken, but if it's a fry. Right. It's not what I'm looking for. Oh. Did you ever get a, you ever have food poisoning? I did actually have food poisoning when I was a kid. Okay. Right before I went on vacation to Florida. Got it from from ranch. Whoa. This was a life-changing event for me (laughs) because I was infatuated with ranch as a child. Oh, no. As as a lot of kids are. Yeah. Got food poisoning from it, ruined my entire vacation. (sighs) Never eaten ranch again in my life until last year. Wow. And now I'm back on the ranch train. I'm proud to say it. <laughs> Hell I can yeah, drink dude. that shit. Welcome back, man. We missed you for a bit. <laughs> yeah, all right? it's good we were, to be back. It's good to be back, man. You're, it's like, I felt it's like, like a weirdo for a little bit. It's like announcing your unretirement from the league. Like coming, <laughs> like Brett Favre coming Brett back. Brett Favre. <laughs> when they actually want you back, though. <laughs> uh, isn't it weird how some of the sauces, like a McDonald's ranch, doesn't go good with anything other than something from McDonald's. Yeah. It's weird. Like I tried to dip my pizza once in McDonald's ranch from a different place. I almost almost threw up. It was gross. The only ranch that is universal in my mind. Yeah. Jets ranch. Oh yeah. I mean, that's Jets ranch. If you don't go to jets and buy a bottle of ranch. Yeah. Why the fuck are you going to jets? What's the point of getting a side for like 50 cents? If you can get a bottle for three, you know, no, yeah, it makes no sense. Ah, dude, do you think, what would Portnoy rate Jets pizza, do you think? Okay, so given the fact that he tried that Detroit-style frozen pizza, did you see that? Yeah, yeah. Because I've had that several times, and that is good. Really? Yeah, I'd compare it to a Jets, like, deep dish type of Uh pizza. Okay. But Jets is better. Yes. So, And he gave that, like, a pretty high score, especially for a frozen pizza. I think he gave it, like, above a 7. Crazy. Yeah, which is insane. Yeah. So he would have to give Jets like a 7.5 at least, I would assume. And that's a good score. That's a, that's that's a, a solid risk. score. Yeah. Do you see that place in Melvindale that he was just at? Uh, they got like an 8.7, like the yeah. highest ever like in Michigan. He called it the best pizza in Detroit. And then the next day, they like sold out of everything. Yeah, he they sent- had like a line out the door. Yeah, and like they raised a bunch of money for the owner's uh, – son's autism charity or something like that it was crazy all crazy. because portnoy just commented on the za wild pretty nuts dude a lot of power have you seen that casino downtown yet have you guys have you gone yet i have yeah is it awesome it's pretty awesome honestly <sighs> it's uh it's a fun experience it's dangerous though yeah i i know myself mm. and you know i get in there and and once i'm in it's you know, I feel, you I feel like I can't leave. You know, <laughs> I feel like I got to stay. You, you, a uh, table guy or your slots guy? 
I'm a, I'm a table guy for sure. I've actually never played slots Okay. in a casino. My, my grandma, that's all she plays. She's a big gambler. Only ever plays slots. Wow. Okay. I've never played at the casino. I prefer to play like roulette, craps, blackjack. Can you explain craps to me? Yeah. In craps, is, craps is fun, man. That's like yeah. probably my favorite game to play in the casino. Hmm. Um, you basically just have to bet on like the number that you're going to roll and you have to bounce the die. You roll to off the table into the wall yeah. and they'll bounce and roll whatever number. Right. And you just place bets kind of like roulette, how you can bet like the inside and the outside. Yeah. Similar betting scheme. All the numbers are on the table. You place your money wherever you want and then you essentially just roll for it. So you have the control as opposed to roulette where like they're spinning the wheel for you. Oh, but so similar similar games in a sense huh so you could roll like i'd be like is that why everyone says snake eyes or something like that in crabs yeah because snake eyes i'm pretty sure is like the worst thing you can get oh okay okay it's like snake eyes and then it's like seven or something hmm. and the snake eyes um yeah, I don't really know. See, because I have I haven't played craps in a while. I can't remember if the snake eyes is like you just lose whatever you bet. Yeah, like that's like the house takes everything. It's one um, of those games that I always just walk by and I see so many people having fun with it, and I just don't know. It's what very to fun. Do. Yeah, if you could yeah. just next time you go, just go stand by the table for a little bit. You don't even have to place any bets. Yeah, uh, but like when I learned how to play, my cousin was just there on a roll. And I just started placing bets wherever he was placing his bets. Yeah. And, you're and he was the lead. only one at the table who was rolling. Nobody else was rolling. They were all just placing bets on him. You don't have to roll to make money off of it. Oh, interesting. You can bet on other people. Oh. So okay. there was like 10 people at the table all placing bets, but like he was the one rolling. So he was in charge of if they won money or not, essentially. Essentially, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. You are – we're both big uh, – sports book guys too we like to bet on, on games it. did yep. you bet it would you bet anything on the super bowl god i did make some good money off of the super bowl did you i did did you take the bucks i didn't even take a team because oh. i wasn't going to be upset either way okay so i only took prop bets this year uh just because i wanted to just honestly relax and watch the game and enjoy it Oh, good so for you. I took a prop bet. <laughs> good for you. <laughs> I took a prop bet on Antonio Brown, Gronk, and Leonard Fournette all scoring a touchdown. <laughs> and they didn't let me parlay them. So what? Pissed. They wow. didn't let me parlay them. So I took all three of them individually, but still isn't made it, some good money. Isn't it crazy how Brady recruited all three of them in the offseason and they all were the players of the game of the Super Bowl? Yep. It's insane. Like he literally was playing chess the whole season and nobody knew. They signed Leonard Fournette on a minimum deal. And yeah. now the guy's going to get a max contract probably somewhere else. Yeah. How like about he... LaShawn McCoy winning back-to-back -back Super Bowls without playing a snap either year? <laughs> Elite. He's played chess Elite. too, bro. He's played even more chess. Can He's you smarter imagine? than Brady. Oh, that's like even worse than like the backup quarterbacks not playing, like in yeah. winning a ring. Like it's crazy. He's like six string running back, like almost on the practice squad at this point. My and he's uh, winning rings. My he deserves it though, honestly. Oh, one hundred percent. My one hundred percent. My prediction for next year, 
I think I think we're seeing a rematch. Yeah, you, you said that on what your your uh, with your Dato talk with Cal, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. I want to hear that. your opinion. I could see it honestly. I think that those are the two best teams realistically, for sure. And Kansas City just came out and gave a piss poor performance. It looked like somebody was paid off on their team, dude. Yeah, like they threw the game. Like, at, it didn't at look one normal. Point. And everyone it, it was trying to normal. blame turf toe and shit from a home. I'm like, sure, he played six, six days after yeah. getting knocked out. Right. And he was fine. He was fine. Like, okay, you can't listen. give me turf toe. You remember the Texans game last year. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I remember that game all too well. <laughs> me and Cal. All right. <laughs> Cal hates that, Deshaun Watson. I know because of that one game. So, <laughs> That Chiefs performance right there, coming back from that deficit, playing that hard the entire way through the game is what I expected to see. Yeah. And it looked like they gave up halfway through the second quarter. And, and it was for halftime. Yeah, it was really like awkward almost. Like they would just come weird. out. Yeah, like Travis, like I was telling Data, like Travis Kelsey wasn't like flexing and no enthusiasm. talking. Sh- yeah, like right no. after Brady like told Tyron Matthew to shut the fuck up yeah. game was over. Like it was over. It was, I don't know what he said to him, but it changed the course of the game, bro. Yeah. That was, was crazy. But yeah, man, I think so. I was I'm, disappointed, but I do think still that like they have something to prove. I think they can make it back easily. I think Tom Brady, he has to be back there. Mm. I mean, like I said, at the beginning of the season, you know, this guy's playing chess. Everyone's coming out. Oh, he's washed. You know, he's throwing interceptions. He's throwing three picks a game with one touchdown. You know, he doesn't have it anymore. And he's like, that's okay. That's There's, fine. what, 16 games in the regular season? I'm not worried about it. As long I, as we squeak into the playoffs, we're going to win. They were a wild card team. People forget about that. They, squeak in. They squeaked in. They yep. they barely made it. And exactly. like literally week 17, it was down to they had to finish the season And then off. beat the – three of the most difficult teams to beat in the playoffs to even get there to play against the best team. So is this the, one of the greatest Super Bowl runs ever? Yes. I think so. I think, I mean, like you just said, I think they so. beat the MVP of the league. Yep. They beat Drew Brees who beat him twice. Mm-hmm. And then they beat the Washington football team. That ain't a scrub team. Right. Huh? I'd agree. And then I'm they go and beat the Chiefs. They destroy Adley. the Chiefs. Yeah. yeah. I, it was yeah. destiny, though, man. I mean, in Tampa, first game, first Super Bowl at Tampa. It's your the seventh story was one. Written. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was destiny. But it was almost too good to be true because I talked about it at the beginning of the season. I'm like, that would just be too easy, right? They send Brady to another team to prove that he's the go so he can win one without Belichick. You know, it's just with that team – Bring yeah. back Antonio Brown. Bring back Gronk out of retirement. You're like, yeah, right. Like, yeah, what well, that would yeah, happen. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, and then you see how they play at the beginning of the year. You're like, yeah, no, I was right. Scrubs. There's no way. Yeah, yeah scrubs. No chance. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady in a new offense in a new scheme took new over city. that team. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna be even so better next undisputed. year. They will They're, be. Yeah, they'll be way better, especially if there's a preseason. Like, oh, there yeah. was no preseason. This that was year. huge. People forget about that. Yeah. Like, I, I hope just that's next an year extra, there's... like, three months 
of playing yeah. football. Why do you think everyone got injured at the beginning of the year? That's what I'm saying. Saquon hope... goes down. McCaffrey goes down. Yeah. Like, top-tier players. Michael Thomas goes down. Devontae Adams was down for, <laughs> like, what? It was like four or These five the games. Best players in the league at their position. Dude, yeah. Do you remember how fucking shitty fantasy was this year? Oh my God. It was crazy. Like unpredictable. Like every week someone else was out. Just ruined another team's franchise. Yep. And that was fuck, miserable. And then fucking Garrett wins back to back Super Bowls. <laughs> the worst possible thing that could have happened. On our podcast, I'm glad I never talked to, about it because <laughs> I knew he would have just you owe off. me money yeah <laughs> love you garrett's team name <laughs> you owe me money you owe me money uh you're like uh, we'll pay out unless it's garrett who wins <laughs> <laughs> love you garrett love you garrett congrats you. go three pete next year homie we got you i swear <laughs> i swear it's gonna be a fat check coming <laughs> bitcoin all bitcoin um <laughs> Uh, what was the, have you ever like played a fantasy league where you like data was telling me about that suicide thing that he did or oh, yeah. anything like that? I, I have like with my dad, I kind of okay. was like partners with him on, on a couple of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, never made it all the way through to the end. Uh, I've made it pretty far, like week 13. Yeah. Um, there were, there was only like 30, 40 people left and yeah. you really start like sweating your picks. <laughs> And at that point, it gets real because you're like, oh, I didn't actually expect to make it this far. I kind of wasted some of my good teams along the right, way right. that I wish I could get back. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I was, you know, talking with Cal every week before he made his picks, yeah. just planning it out. And we always made sure the most important thing is just you got to look six weeks ahead when you're making oh, yeah. your pick for next week. I mean, you got to look at every other week following that. For sure. For and sure. so like he, he had it planned out weeks, weeks, weeks ahead where he was like, if I pick this team this week, now my next four weeks have changed. Yeah. So wow. it's a lot, it's a lot that goes into it. I mean, we had we would have hour-long conversations in the car about this. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. It <laughs> like was some real Max Kellerman Stephen A. Oh shit, my God. We forth. would go, we would go at it. <laughs> we would go at it. Uh who's the best? Wait, first of all, did you hear Coward almost like died this weekend? No, what happened? He was okay. So he hasn't been on his show after the Super Bowl. That's his biggest show of the year. He yeah. wasn't on that Monday. He wasn't on the Tuesday after that. No one had heard. Nothing was announced or anything. Yesterday on his Instagram, I'll send you it after here. It was like he had this like blood clot in his like right lung. And Holy like, shit. yeah, dude. Like it was crazy. And like, I think he's the GOAT, like sports guy. Who do you like? Who do you listen to? I mean, I listen to him, honestly. Um, mm-hmm. He's pretty relaxing to listen to just because even though I don't agree with a lot of the stuff that he says, mm-hmm. uh, he just has a good way of approaching things. You yeah, know, he makes he makes like very serious topics, like easy to talk about. Yeah, um, which I like. And he also talks about like a lot of other stuff other than just like sports or like stats and stuff, which like, I don't really care about the stats. It seems like all sports analysts just throw numbers out there Mm -hmm. and there's so much more that goes into it than just like, if you look at just numbers, you could say that Drew Brees is arguably up there as the goat with Tom Brady. Mm -hmm. But I would even say Peyton Manning is above Drew Brees, but you wouldn't look at that from stats and Mm -hmm. think that. 
you know, but there's a lot more that could, like Peyton Manning broke his neck, came back and went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like literally the next on a different team. Jeez. I forgot that he broke his neck. Yeah. How, how do you break your neck and come back and play football again? I think what's even crazier, dude, is that Alex Smith thing. Like, do you watch yeah, that movie? Smith, crazy. Or mm-hmm. that 30, dude. The 30 for 30. It was like uncomfortable to watch at times, dude. Like, yeah, they were showing his leg. Oh mm-hmm. my God, dude. That like, was gruesome. Did he, he won comeback of the year, didn't he? I think he did. I think he did. He better have. I mean, yeah, shit. he must. Have. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> after that, you no, it reminded that. me of like Marcus Lattimore, like when he was yeah. uh, playing in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. His shit got flipped around. That's bad. Shit. Or like Kevin Ware. Oh, yeah. Man. Oh, dude, Kevin Ware. Uh, who was oh. the guy uh, beginning of the season? Uh, Gordon Hayward. Yeah, holy shit. Paul George. Durant every season. Oh, dude, that when Durant <laughs> tore his Achilles, that one, not that spin. Oh, no, Clay is the one I feel the oh, worst about. Oh, yeah. Yep. Man, uh, he was one of my favorite players, too. That Golden State team right now is in the top four if he's playing, no question. Easily easily and they're still so good just because steph curry is unfair is he's doing better than his mvp season right now he's a cheat code for sure (laughs) bang yeah like a walking bang Uh, he's a okay so with steph do you think that he helped the league or ruined the league by like you know making it a three-point league now essentially um you know i think that he honestly helped, you know, I go back and forth on this all the time. Cause at first I, I thought he ruined the league, you know, there's mm-hmm. no big men anymore. There's no need for him. Mm-hmm. But now I honestly believe that he helped because you do have big men still. It's just that now they have to shoot. They yeah. have to be more athletic than they were. They have to dribble. They have to be able to pass. They have to be able to shoot. Now you look at like Jokic, right? There was, yeah. there was nothing like Jokic back in the day. No. Right. I mean, not even compared to sh- yeah. As like, a big man, yeah, like Shaq's gonna be shooting threes. No, no chance. Be passing like free that? throws. Yeah, no, no chance. No. Man's averaging like forty-eight points over like the last it's five crazy. games. Like even Embiid can shoot. Yeah, like, like, I'm not even a big Embiid fan. I hate Embiid. Yeah. Over, like, I I don't like the Sixers at all. Like, I, I don't hate know the Sixers, man. Yeah, I don't know what it is about them. Like their star team, like Ben Simmons. Like I don't like Ben Simmons. Their team is. A bunch of bums. <laughs> I swear their team is is awful. Like they're a sorry ass team. Yeah, you know who else sorry ass team? The Pistons. We're so bad. God man. Oh my god. I'm glad you mentioned that, Nico, because I've been meaning to tell you this crazy thing. Okay. You know the brand Stance, right? Yeah. Okay. So I go online. They're having a sale on like some Stance socks. They're like twenty dollars a pair normally. Five yeah. bucks a pair. I'm like, fuck it. I'll buy some. Why? Right? You got to send me that link. Fuck. Five bucks a pair. Wow. Okay. okay. Every single pair was sold out. They only had four pairs that were left. Pistons, Kings, Mavericks, oh. Blazers. Oh. I'm like, whatever. I'm buying all four. They're yeah. five bucks a pair. I don't care. For sure. Right. They're like the 2K League logos, whatever. Right. So yeah. it's not the actual NBA logo. Anyway, doesn't matter. These socks have some greater connection with the universe that i don't know of but 
on any random day, I'll go pick a pair of socks out to wear, right? If I just so happen to throw those socks on that day, I could then go look and I see, oh, is this team playing today, right? Yeah. Let me see. If they are, I place a bet on that team. First time it happened, it was the Pistons. Okay. Against a good team. I'm like, yeah, right, whatever. I'm going to do it anyway. Throw 100 bucks, win 150, right? Second time it happens, I'm wearing the Maverick socks. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to throw some on the Mavericks. Throw 100, win 150. Again. Third time, I'm like, yeah, right. The Blazers aren't going to win tonight. Like, yeah, whatever, right? I don't throw the bet. They mm-hmm. win. Right? Would have won even more because they were like plus 300. Okay. Fourth time it happens, last night, I got the Piston Sox on again against the Nets, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, right. The Pistons are going to beat the Nets. Okay, James Harden, Kyrie Irving. Yeah, like the Pistons bum-ass squad of Jeremy Grant, Jeremy Grant, and Jeremy Grant. Yeah, (laughs) they're going to take down the Nets. Okay. And what the fuck happens? They they beat the Nets. They embarrass the Nets. Yeah. They almost led the whole game. I don't know what's going on with Detroit. They're 6-14, and and they've beat the Nets, the Celtics. The Lakers. They almost beat the Lakers twice. Twice, yeah. Yeah. The Sixers, like all the top six teams in the NBA, yeah. the Pistons have beat. We suck. Doesn't make sense. We suck. So anyway, the Sox are four for four, and I only trusted it twice. So next sock pick, I'm okay. throwing a rack on it. I'll bet. Can you let me know how it goes? Good or bad? I'm going to let you know how it goes. Cal's okay. been riding with me the whole time. <laughs> he made money bet. off of the first two with me, I swear. Oh, the sock bets. bro, hit me up so I can so, get in on this sock. I'm telling you, there's something about it. All right. I can't explain it, but I'm riding the wave. I trust your sock. I trust yep. it. I trust um, it. <laughs> um, <laughs> what kind of what kind of vape you blowing there? So it's funny you ask because I actually quit, right? You two the- back to back, Jacob, too. <laughs> the hell? I know. It's crazy. So at the beginning of January, because like last year, I kind of was like, yeah, I'm done with it. Like around probably Halloween, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm like working at the time though. I'm like, all right, I'm stressed. Like, you know what? I'll, I'll keep doing it until the new year. Give me an excuse to like start fresh. Right. Starting January 1st, didn't buy one, didn't hit one up until basically my birthday. Right. And then I was like, I'm a, you know, fuck it. I'm a buy one because it's my birthday when I'm drinking is when I really want it, right? Like mm-hmm. once you start getting a little bit drunk, I'm yeah. like, man, where's the nicotine, right? Like I agree. You start itching for it. <laughs> other than that, uh, yeah, other than that, I'm fine. But, you know, when I'm drinking, I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> where's it at? Where's it at? Where's it at? Yeah. So uh, I, I just said, you know, screw it. I'm going to buy it for the week, whatever. And, mm-hmm. uh, and that was really it. Okay. But it's been easy, man, honestly. I'm trying. I honestly, yesterday, ever since Jacob mentioned it, I like didn't hit it at all today, or just like yeah. barely, and I feel pretty good. Yeah, it's not hard. No, you you get past like this threshold of like two, two to three weeks around there. Yeah, where that that first week is difficult, and you're like, you wake up in the morning and you like roll over and you're like, damn, where is it at? Yeah. Oh like, yeah. The first uh, inhale of the day. Mm-hmm. Mint yeah, odd. it's different. Yeah, I mean, Oof. freak. It just—it's like a glacier down your throat. Like it's. But after, yeah, after you get past that point, it's really not bad. Like you, <clears throat> you honestly, you feel a lot better without it. 
Yeah. And I think partially is attributed to just like, I've been trying to live healthier in general, just like eat healthier, get back in shape. Yeah. And I think it just kind of goes along with that same like mindset. Okay. Um, it's just, if I'm going to live a healthy life in general and every other aspect, you know, why am I going to do something that's known to be very bad yeah. for me? It's like you, you're shooting it's yourself like in the mystery. foot. Yeah. 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 Like, you know, it's going to fuck you up. It's already <laughs> doing it. Yeah. I agree. And I'm, you know, I got to a point where like, I wasn't even getting buzzed off it. I'm like, why am I even doing this? Yeah. It's just a habit. It's just the pick right. up and inhale at one. That's point. what I realized is I just, I like the act of doing it more so than like how it makes me feel. You know, what's the worst is when like, <laughs> when you're trying to get out of your car and shit and you prioritize holding your vape over yep. anything else in your, that your you have phone. to get out. Oh yeah. man. You'll carry seven things in one hand and then your vapes <laughs> alone in the right hand. And like, you're like, yep. I'm a fucking a- addict. I yeah. can't. It's the worst. It's moments like those. And you like, you really second guess it and you're like, what am I doing? Yeah. yeah. Like what, what have I become? You know what I mean? Could you, could you give up <laughs> donuts the way that you gave up vape? No, never <laughs> for the rest of my life. <laughs> never. We're going to, we're going to be 60 recording uh, an episode. Like, Hey Tyler, you're, you're eating a donut right now. You're like, I don't have any teeth. <laughs> No, I swear, Jacob literally tells me all the time. He's like, you have a 100% chance of becoming a diabetic. (laughs) (laughs) And it runs in my family, too. So that's the fucked up part. Oh, what a dick. (laughs) Is that it's not a joke. (laughs) Oh, that's that's not funny, but funny. But it is. (laughs) But it's funny. It's funny funny until it's true. (laughs) Oh, dude, yeah. You still listening to Young Thug? Oh, of Gunna? course, man. Of course. Uh, Listen, honestly, I, I know I heard you ask Cal, um, you know, who the artist of 2020 was. Yeah. And for me, not, not that I think this person was the artist of 2020, but who I've been listening to a lot of. Um, Lil' Keed, actually. Lil' Keed? Yep. I'm not, I'm not hip. Lil' Keed is uh, another YSL rapper under Young Thug. Okay. Him and his brother, Lil Got It. Okay. Get, <laughs> get past that part. <laughs> Honestly, go, go give them both a listen. Let Lil me know got what it. you think. They're great. Lil got and it's it. honestly, it's going to be good music for you out there in Utah, too, because I listen to what you're saying about how your environment just changes, you know, the music you listen to. And mm-hmm. I believe that so much because. You know, like when I'm going to the gym or something, you're listening to music, get you hyped up. Yeah. And that's normally my mood on any given day. I wake up and I'm trying to get lit. Right. I put on Young Thug. I'm listening to Hercules like first thing in the morning. Right. (laughs) Like I'm putting special on there. (laughs) You're really getting into it is what you're saying. Yeah. I think I listen to Check and Sacrifices every day for the last like three years, however long they've been out. (laughs) Sacrifices is the song. Every time I hear it, I think of you. No matter that what I'm song doing, literally plays on repeat in the back of my mind, just like in my subconscious brain, constantly. I'm gonna use a name like who is he? Get it? Yeah. <laughs> I'll that never forget. We were the greatest. in Oddclave, and you played that, and you just were spitting that whole thug verse. I was like, that was the how many times we seen. rewound that song and listened to it again. <laughs> 
Yeah, analyze the lyrics oh. and shit, just nitpicking all of You remember I mean, the time we were doing the same thing and we started playing Tuscan Leather? <sighs> and we were almost both like in tears. <laughs> we were walking around your fucking living room like, bro. We were like, I can't believe this. <laughs> bro. Okay, so is that your favorite Drake intro, period? Without a doubt. No question? Without a doubt. It's the oh. greatest of all time. Because it's six and a half minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> Beat it's, changes three it's times. It's like four different songs, literally all in one. Ah, uh, but but you're a nothing was the same guy. You're a. I love nothing was the same. You're a you Wu Tang Forever guy. Yeah. Oh <laughs> man. Oh man, that song. Yeah. That's like the homie song. I feel like every guy that I've had on from the group in here, like we all play that together. You like, you know, it's gonna be a good night. Like, yeah, it's a vibe for sure. That's a great song. Honestly, I've been listening to. uh like I said, I've been listening to a lot of low key. It's like more chill music along those lines. Okay. Um, where it's not so much like you're listening to the lyrics. It's more like the music Production. and just, yeah. it kind of reminds me of like listening to future. Cause I love listening mm. to future. Okay. But for me, what's similar about future and young thug and why I like both of them is they use their voices as an instrument. Yeah. Right? Not mm-hmm. necessarily as like, oh, we're lyrical geniuses like Eminem, right? Right. Who can go on and, and spit 600 words in like a minute. Right. You know, it's not the same type of rap. It's like, it's melodic. Like, it's mm. all about the sounds and like the way that those sounds make you feel. Um, which like I've realized a lot by listening to kind of that more like laid back music is just how much like music makes you feel in terms of emotion that you cannot put into words mm. Isn't it like crazy? when i listen to songs that like are in spanish right you're listening to like latino yeah. music and i'm like yeah. i don't know the words to any of this shit but it makes my body <clears throat> feel like i need to get up and move around and like be dancing mm, because you know just like but if someone sound. asked me like how does this make you feel like oh does this song make you feel happy does this make you feel sad like i couldn't express that in words huh i like that I think uh, I that's what I like so much about like electronic music, like EDM. Right. I was music- going to say that about the intro you made. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like, like that? that? Love it. Oh my God. I love it. Cool. So it's like that where like you, you can literally feel and it's crazy. Cause like I related a lot to shrooms where mm-hmm. you're very in tune with like the wavelengths and like the energy that's surrounding you and within you. Mm-hmm. And I think like music has such a big impact on that, making like these feelings inside of you like come out yeah. almost in in terms of like expressions as opposed to verbally. Mm. And that to me is like the coolest part about music because there's times where like you could listen to a song that makes you feel sad or makes you feel happy, puts you in a completely different mood. And you know, I would wake up in the morning and be like, "All right, what's the vibe today? Right? Like, how am I feeling today?" And I couldn't answer that question to myself, like, oh, I feel happy. You know what I mean? Right. I would go through my playlist and I would start shuffling through songs and whatever songs I would like get this snap, like, oh, yep, that's the one. Right. As you're shuffling through, you begin to notice a theme between those songs that you stop on. Yeah. And they make you feel a similar way. And it describes your mood like day to day, week to week. Mm -hmm. But it really does describe your mood. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, that's it's the beauty of music, man. Like it's all up to interpretation, you know, like that's all music is, is 
I listen to something and you listen to something and we'll hear two completely different messages. We'll hear, or we'll feel two different emotions. And I think that's, what's so amazing about it because it brings a lot of people closer because like you said, two people can feel the same way they do towards a song and that'll bring them even closer than a conversation right. would. Oh, that's, it's awesome, man. That's good. I like that. You're, do you, have you expanded your like music horizons? Do you think a little more since you oh, left college? Yeah. yeah. Without a doubt. Honestly, mm-hmm. like, my girlfriend has had a huge role in that because she has such an eclectic taste of music like I do. So like, yeah, that's kind of the first thing that we really like connected on. Yeah. It's just like, damn, like, how do you know? That was a good songs, song. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That like, I thought only I knew this, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, that's a beautiful like thing. Even yeah. unreleased music where you're like, wait, what? That's awesome. Yeah. So, and then that kind of like branched out to more like, I mean, I've been listening to like alternative music. I've been listening to rock music. I even went back and listened to like old country music that I listened to as a kid. Whoa. Like that's old nice. Tim McGraw, like oh, Rodney yeah. Adkins, shit oh, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And that's you know, good. I would never listen to that, especially in college. Like, Hell no. Oh my God. No way. That's awesome, dude. That That's a, such a good click. You know, when you feel like you found like the one or the one you want to be with, like music, like I said, it can bring you so much closer than just a conversation yeah, could. It's, it's amazing, huge. dude. And it's funny too, because, you know, I've noticed days where like, you know, obviously we're apart from each other. So I'll mm-hmm. be like, I'll wake up in the morning. Oh, this is the vibe today. I'll send that song over to her. And she's like, oh my God, I just was listening to that. Wow. Or like, oh, that is the vibe today. You know, without even communicating that, just like you guys are on the same wavelength from like, you know, miles and miles away. It's like a telepathy. Yeah. Just like this music telepathy. Yeah. That you feel. I actually saw something about that the other day. This guy was saying that there's like scientific evidence. So I'm not going to be able to like reiterate it yeah, in an yeah. intelligent way. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to sound like so- a fucking idiot when I say this. So just prepare yourself. But essentially it's something along the lines of like, when you think about somebody, Mm-hmm. you elicit like this wavelength that counters the normal wavelength that's coming in. Right. So it's mm. like the opposite force of the energy that's surrounding you. Yep. And they've proven, or I guess like studied and noticed that um, when you think about somebody else, it has the same effect on them as when they would be thinking about you. So let's Whoa. say I'm thinking about you this morning when I wake up. Right. And we don't talk to each other all day. Okay. You would have this feeling, right? Like inside you, like this gut feeling of like talking to me or like hanging out with me or whatever, because Mm. I was thinking about you. So we would feel almost like we were in contact with each other or like in touch with each other in a way to where when we see each other now, it would be like, oh shit, I, I swear I was just about to text you this morning. And you're like, oh my God, that's crazy. I was just about to text you. Yeah. Something it, along those lines. Like you ever had an experience like that? I, I have. And it's not through like that exact feeling. It's more through like dreams. Like, yes. I'll, I'll have a dream about somebody. And then the next day they'll hit me up yep. randomly out of nowhere. Craziest thing. And, and sometimes it's like, hey, you were in my dream last night or, hey, I was just thinking about you or, hey, I came across this picture. Yep. Like, but it's weird because that's happened to me many times, like people from elementary school, middle school, like far off friends that I haven't talked in a while or you just people that I ended on maybe not so good terms with, like just hit me up after I have a dream about them in whatever setting. Yeah. 
it's weird it's, it's a crazy. weird thing yeah it's and it amazing. happens like the more that you become aware of it the more that you realize it happens to you yeah mm-hmm. and i think like for me that's been the biggest part honestly of like 2020 as crazy up and down of a year as it was like yeah i kind of took it as time to just like let me tone myself down a little bit and like mm. get more in touch with the things that are around me, what I actually think is important in my life, like long-term stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just trying to kind of calm my mind down, put myself at ease about certain things, about stressing. And, and that was like one of the biggest things I realized is like, you become so aware of the things that are going on around you that you start to make these connections just throughout like your day-to-day life, which can so many times seem so boring and pointless Mm -hmm. where you're like, Oh man, like, Every time I'm driving home from work, I see this bird in this tree. Mm. I guess the more aware that you become of those things, the more that you start to notice. Mm. And uh, I'll use the example of like my girlfriend again, like we noticed that the first like couple times we were hanging out, we would be talking about something we'd be like oh my god like i saw this like super cute little like puppy adoption center or something like that and then literally 20 minutes later as we're driving we would see on the side of the road like puppy adoption center like three Mm. miles and we're like wait what the or it would happen like the next day and it's just the craziest stuff like every time i'm with cal every time we go outside or go on a walk or something like we'll see like animals or like whenever we're out walking in like nature, we'll always see like a certain animal or something. Right. And same with my friend, Kaylin, every time we're out, we'll see like animals, um, birds, deer, like turtles, literally anything. And it's at the most random moments where you're just like, you least expect it. And all of a sudden you, you look up and there's like 10 deer in front of you. Mm. And it doesn't seem like much until you start to notice it and how often it happens. Yeah. Yeah. And then it became like every single time that we would go out, we would notice it. And we're like, what's going on here? Like. That's bizarre, man. I'd love to hear that you use 2020 as really kind of a year of self-reflection when a lot of people, you know, didn't. Big time. And it's really cool to see like, all the guys that have that you know that from our group like they all we all kind of had this similar growth period over the last nine months where it's it's like crazy it's like really contagious like our group chats like it used to going from like we're getting fucked up and all this shit like let's party to like we're talking business moves now right we're like we're like oh what are you planning out like what are you doing this you're doing that like our conversations now are so much more mature different yeah like and i really like it because we're all going through this we all want to be successful yeah we all want to just like do it and we all want to do it together and all grow together and it's super amazing and it's it's really important to have like other people in your life that have those same goals and that's why i think like our friend group is you know so beneficial to all of us in that sense because we all have similar aspirations. Like we all know we're going to be successful people. We all have the same drive and motivation to do the things that we love doing. Um, And, you know, it's important for those conversations to kind of transition into like real world, 
you know, what are you doing with your life now? Like, let's yeah. all kind of, we're going to grow up and we're going to stop doing the things that we were doing. And we all kind of did it at the same time, Yeah, which gives you like that extra sense of support. You know what I mean? You're not doing Absolutely. it on your own. Absolutely. We're all, we're all, we're all going to fail at one point, right? You know, like we're all, but it's inevitable. It's inevitable, but having that group to pick you back up and motivate you. I right. mean, that's, that's the key. Cause you all, that's oh, the one huge. thing you got to realize is failure. Like you said, is inevitable, but you know, cliche, like how many times are you going to get up? And sometimes you yourself don't want to get up, but you need your friends to pick you up for you. Right. And that's where it's important. Yeah. And sometimes you don't even know when that is. You know, yes. like for me, I'm a very stubborn person at heart. So, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times I'll be going through shit that I don't talk to anybody about. And I mm-hmm. won't even know that, like, I need my friends to kind of help me through it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like when you least expect it, they kind of come to your rescue in a sense. Absolutely. Even if it's and, just, you know, like, that's a great feeling. Yeah. Even if it's just like sending you a song or just sending anything. you a snap. Anything. Just like, hey, I was thinking about you. You know what I mean? And like, I think people, especially guys, have like gotten into that mentality where it's like, oh, no, that's like a girl thing to do. Like if yeah, I wake up and I'm thinking about my boy, I'm not going to yeah. text and be like, hey, man, miss you. Like I was yeah. thinking about you today. Let's get together soon. You know, people don't do that. Like they think mm-hmm. it's like weird. Um, yeah. But that's something that like I, I've made a point to try and do more. And, you know, I'm still not great at it, but mm-hmm. I just think it's important to like let those people know you know, if I woke up this morning and I was like, man, I, you know, I was just thinking about my old roommate or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, I haven't seen you in a long time. Let me reach out to him. He might be thinking about me too. You know, you never know. Absolutely. I I think guys too, like you said, have a weird thing of saying like, love you, man. Like, I love you, bro. Like, like, get over it. Like, who cares? Like, I love you, man. Like you're my fucking homie. Like to the day I die. Like, yeah. Like it's, and I hug you. Like, I love hugging people. Like, come here, bro. Right. I love you. Give you a hug. Like, that's how I know that they're my boys. You know, like we're fucking tight. Like we're exactly. The rock. So I love that, man. I'm happy for you, man. I know I, I can feel I it in your voice it. and I can see it in your eyes that you're just doing a lot better now. Not that you weren't doing good, but you're just in a really good place right now. And I love it. Yeah, I was. <laughs> it's not that I wasn't doing good. Like you said, it's just that I think I was more so confused as to like yeah. what I really wanted to focus on in my life. Absolutely. And then we all do, we all go through that. Confusion. Yeah. I mean, especially in college too, you see everyone else around you yeah. with the same mentality, even though if, if, if they're struggling with stuff, whatever it may be, everyone's like, Oh, whatever, let's go party. Let's go get fucked up. Right. Let's, right. let's all hang out together. And you just kind of get into like that mentality where you're like, yeah, I can do that. Like I can right. just go act like everyone else is acting because they're doing it. So like, can't be that hard. Exactly. And it's, exactly. it's kind of a good thing because it distracts you from the stuff that bothers you and stuff. So it can be mm-hmm. beneficial, but I think, you know, getting out of college is where people struggle to like, let go of that. And, and then you realize like, yeah, I don't have that same group or the same access to those things to my distractions. So now I really, I need to do it on my own. And that's hard for people. It's difficult. Yeah. It's, it's like you said, they need that distraction so they can avoid what they're feeling and avoid right. self-reflection uh, you know, that's, that's, yeah, the introspection is huge for that, man. Cause I think a lot of people, um, something I realized, you know, I I used to think a lot that like I could control my thoughts, Mm. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Where where I'm like, Oh, I, I feel upset and I could tell myself, no, you don't, you know, you're happy. Flip a switch. Yeah. Right. And that I could literally control. And I believed that like truly for the longest time. And I would kind of like fake myself out in a sense. Yeah. Where like I'd be going to work and be like, oh shit, like 
you're pissed. You don't want to go to work or not. I'd be like, Oh no, I, I love work. I, I can't wait to go to work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Put a fake smile on and go do it. Mm-hmm. But you know, the more I thought about it, the more I realized that like thoughts just go through your head, man, like all day long. Yeah. They they're so random. You know, sometimes you'll think about like when I'm driving on the road, a thought will pop in my head. What would happen if I just swerved lanes and just crashed yeah. into oncoming traffic? Yeah. And there's like, there's like that uncontrollable urge where you're like, I, I want to do it. I could it. do it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're obviously, you don't do it, but it's mm-hmm. like those things I realize I'm like, these thoughts come into your mind all the time and they're so <laughs> random. Yeah. So I stopped letting myself get like hung up on all that stuff. And I'm like, just let the thoughts flow in and out acknowledge them right yeah but don't like get hung up on them don't focus on them too much just let them flow in and out and then you kind of you almost get like a visual representation of like all the thoughts that went through your head you can kind of categorize them whatever you want to do with it but you learn to like not put so much weight on the things that go through your brain because you literally cannot control it yeah (laughs) you said that so well man that was so well put it's just choosing what thoughts in your head you let dictate your day you know it's it's all we can we can control it we can easily control it and it's just using that power in your head to like be able to not get so caught up in the bullshit and just let it go in and out because we all we all get it we're all dealing with the same things everybody it's people don't realize that because again like if you're not communicating and you're not mm -hmm. talking about personal stuff yeah you know you don't know what other people are going through they yeah, can be like, dealing with the same stuff you're dealing with. What's amazing with like, with like, with this conversation is, you know, like even two years ago, I could have never seen ourselves having this type of conversation Never. Because we're just both in such different headspaces and different environments, you know, and like now to be able to sit here and articulate with you about these type of things, it just oh, shows great. me and brings clarity to me, like how good everyone's doing right now, because we're all just changing our mindsets I love and like it. adapting to our to our goals and pursuits. And it's really, really, like I said, contagious. It's super exciting. That was, that was awesome, man. Uh, I want to end our episode with you always call people bums. So (laughs) I got a list of NBA players and I want you to just say bum or no bum. All right. right. Let's go. Tyler for Here we go. Chris Middleton. He's not a bum, not a bum. Okay. He needs to he needs to get better on defense, but but he's not, not a bum. Okay. No. no. All right. Uh Giannis. Giannis is amazing. Yeah. He's got probably the most bum shot <laughs> in the league. And that's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's hideous. It's, it's awful. disgusting. It's worse than Lonzo's, I think. But he's a freak honest. of an athlete. So I can't okay. I can't say he's a bum. You can't bum him? All right. No. Blake Griffin. Bum. Biggest fucking bum in the league. <laughs> get him off of our team right now. <laughs> Please, someone, get him off he the is, team. He is so washed. Like, it's, it's unbelievable. Uh, it's horrible. Kyrie. Man, as much as I want to hate on him because he's a cancer to every team that he goes on, Yeah, he's he's incredible. Yeah the things that he's able to do with a basketball, like he blows my mind every game. Yeah, dude. He's, he's been he's lights crazy. out since he's come back. It's pretty, yeah. it's actually pretty nuts what he's doing it's, right now. It's unbelievable. <laughs> and people sleep on him cause they hate him so much for like his fake, like woke bullshit. Yeah. Which like, 
it makes me hate him too. Cause I used to love him, you know, when he first came into the league, mm-hmm. but he's, he's so talented. I can't, I love that. Uh, Dwight Howard. Bum. <laughs> Get him out of the league too. Jesus. The next time we do the, an episode, we're going to do bum or not bum with you again, but I'm going to have a button. That's like bum. And, <laughs> Good. And I'm going to hit it every time. Oh, please. Uh, uh, Draymond green, man. Draymond Green's a bum too. <laughs> People hate me for that one, but Draymond's yeah. a bum. Yeah, for sure. I love uh, his aggression, like his his passion for the game. It's like Russell Westbrook esque to yeah. me. I mean, he's such an asshole, <laughs> and he's really not that good to back it up. That's the he, thing. He Without is. his defense, like he is nothing. Exactly, I agree. There's uh, only one guy in the league who airballs more three pointers than him, and it's Paul George. <laughs> I was just gonna say Paul George next. <laughs> He's a bum. Bum. <laughs> oh man, Paul ever, a bum. ever since he left Indiana, bro, he should have just stayed at Indiana, yeah, and just built so a team around potential. him there. Yeah, God, um, TJ Warren. TJ Warren's a bum too. He's overrated. Okay. Okay. He I had like, like a couple good crazy things that he did and everyone was all over him. Mm-hmm. Like he's the next LeBron. Chill out. Yeah. Chill ain't out. No, Give him ain't some no time. Lex LeBrons. Ain't no, no Lex. he's nothing yet. Um, Tracy McGrady. Goat. Really? Tracy McGrady, in my opinion, is one of the most underrated players. Of all time. Especially of his generation, but of mm. all time. Do you think it was because Allen Iverson at the same time? Kind of yeah, there show? was there was a lot of people in the league at that time, like a lot of Hall of Famers that we look yeah. at now and we're like, wow. Like like yeah. Vince Carter. Yeah. You know, like it was that was probably my favorite time in the NBA. And I just wish that I was like the age I am now to enjoy it fully. Yeah, where you cared about all the granted. games. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. But no, I love Tracy McGrady. Huge fan. Okay. Joachim Noah. Bum. Total bum. Bum. Uh, uh, <laughs> Total bum. Antonio McDice. Man, that one hits a tender spot for me <laughs> because he is such a bum. And I'm just <laughs> – and I'm so mad that he had to be a bum for us first <laughs> before he could go be a bum for someone else. <laughs> he had to ruin our team first <laughs> before he went and did it somewhere else. Oh, that's he hilarious. got better after he left the left the Pistons. That's he did. He did. Um, a couple more, a couple more. Mello. Mello is not a bum. Not a bum. Not a bum. As okay. As lazy as he is, like Mello to me was like the original James Harden, but yeah, but more athletic for sure. And you know when he was young, like and actually played defense, he was really something to like be messed with. Like there yeah. was nobody who was messing with Melo. Like he would go head to head with LeBron any day of the week, never back down. Yeah. But no, you it's... look at him now and everyone's like, Oh, he's washed this, that he could still go out there and drop 60 on your head. And I'm confident about that. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. On any given night. It's just, you know, if yeah. he's feeling it, if he's actually People feeling hate it that him. night, People hate I hate him. Him. but then you show James Harden all this love and he does the same shit. Yeah. So James Harden, bum or not bum. Man, James Harden's hit or miss. Yeah. For me, 
he's like really 50 50 he's either super super bummy or he's like mvp yeah like stud lights out yeah cross up everything Mm -hmm. like the crazy he's probably the best offensive scorer maybe other than steph curry yeah there you go in our generation thus far and and i would even put luca in that conversation too yeah if Luca get, ugh, dude, the Mavericks are maybe bad. Kyrie now also, man, because I think Kyrie is like the best finisher in the league. Yeah, it's just the things that he can do, like under the basket, the like, up and unders are nuts. The up yeah. and, with the lefts, yeah. Oh my god, he's um, <laughs> Joe Johnson. Oh, I love Joe Johnson. <laughs> I, I love Joe Johnson. I don't think people, I don't even think people know who he is let alone show him the love that he deserves. Underrated, too. By Super far. underrated. Mm-hmm. Super underrated. I wish he had a little. longer career. Yeah. But I, I like Joe Johnson a lot. Yeah, me too. I'm glad you – not a bum. Not uh, a bum. And the last one we'll go with here is Josh Smith. Wow. I have so much hatred for Josh Smith. <laughs> Down to my core. <laughs> He is such a bum. Oh, he's such a, and he stole our money for so long. We're still paying him. <laughs> We're so, still paying. Stole him. so much money from us. Oh man, that all these bum. guys used to be good too. That's the yeah. Thing. The guys that like that Joe Johnson, Mello, you know, that eventually got washed at the end of their career. You know, not everyone can be Tom Brady and and all. LeBron. You know not what I mean. Unless it's, you're Vince Carter, you know, you're not dunking a basketball when you're 50. Not at all. Not at all. What a – I think LeBron and Tom Brady, I mean, shit, they're in a in a conversation of their own. They're ageless. Oh, yeah, they're timeless. I mean – Like, they're doing stuff now that they couldn't have even done when they were in their prime. Oh, yeah. I mean, to be 43 and have won your seventh Super Bowl, I mean, and it's in like, your 10th appearance. Like – <laughs> It's 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 laugh worthy. It's unbelievable. It's I can't even. Yeah, you just have to laugh. Yeah, that's it. It's seven times he's won in ten appearances. Right, like that's higher than any of my tests in chemistry. Like and you look does, at him and LeBron now, and you wonder to yourself, is this their prime? Can you be in your prime when you're forty? Like in your forties, because it sure looks like it. Bro, Brady didn't win a Super Bowl from like two thousand. He didn't win one in all his 30s, I think, or something like yeah. that. And now he's won three in his 40s. Ridiculous. It's... And you're like, there's no way you can be in your – like you look at LeBron on the heat where you would say like this is him in his prime, right? Yeah. Dunking yeah. from the free throw line. Yeah. Nobody could guard him. You look at him now, this guy's never, season. he's never had a jump shot like he has now in his entire career. His turnaround right now is disgusting. It's right on now. a whole other level. There's nobody in the league that can guard him. Not at all. No. All right. Way too early NBA final prediction right now. Who are you saying? Man, I want I want the Lakers to go again. Yeah. I really do. Just to like solidify LeBron's legacy. Even though I was a LeBron hater for the biggest time. Mm-hmm. I can't be. You know what no. I mean? I, I don't think you can hate him. No. He's done so many amazing things. And there's just nobody who even comes close to his level. But I would say, oh, man. 
I want the Nets to go, man. Like, I really – I want to see it. Yeah, me too. I want to see it. Because, like, that's just going to be the answer that everyone wants. Like, is KD the best? Like, Can they beat LeBron? Can KD shut LeBron up, essentially? Because there's, there's people, man, people who know a lot about the game of basketball who will tell you right now that KD is better than LeBron. It's just, there's people that say Kawhi is better than both of them. Yeah, which get it's out of here. even more that. sickening. That's disgusting. LeBron's I thought so for a second. Everyone did. And then I came back to my senses. Yeah, everyone just chilled out and was like, all right, he's on a bum Clippers squad. Yeah. Bum, bum That's over That's the thing that differentiates greatness to me is to be able to do the things that you were doing anywhere. Mm. You look at Tom Brady goes to another division in another scheme with another coach and another team, takes him to the Super Bowl and wins. LeBron has been to three different teams, right? Like, it doesn't matter who he's playing with. Yeah. The fact that these guys have the consistency to do the amazing things that they do, no matter where they're at or who they're with, that's what greatness is. It sucks, man. Like, we only have, like, two, three years left of this. I know. know? It's sad. It, Yeah, it's really sad. It's like, sad. Like, Drew Brees retiring this year when he finally announces it, that's going to be kind of, like, my first, like, hit, like – that's going to be tough. We're old. Like, we're old now. Yeah. And when Brady retires in, you know, two years, LeBron probably in three. Like, even, like, Cristiano Ronaldo, like, them, too. Like, all these big names, like, Tiger The greatest Woods is, athletes yeah. that we've seen Serena growing Williams, up. all of them. Just, they're, they're all, all going to be, be gone, gone in the next five mm-hmm. years. And the craziest part is, like, it's not like sports is going to lose the competitiveness and the talent that it has because – after one person goes, you know, a younger, better version of them comes in, right? You look yeah. at, like, Jordan, everyone's like, this is the peak of basketball. And then all of a sudden, Kobe comes in, and you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. This guy's pretty good, too. And then LeBron comes in, and you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Now we got two guys that are pretty much just like Jordan. Exactly. And we thought that there was never going to be another. Mm. So it's always going to get better. It's always going to progress. The people, the athletes now are so much better than they were, you know, even 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. So just, I, I don't think it's going to get boring. It's just, it's going to suck for us. Cause those are the people that we grew up idolizing. Like yeah. those are the guys that got us into the sports that we love and the things that we love today. Yeah. Like when we think of the sport, they're the first names that pop into our head. It's not, right. it's, it's, it's subconscious. It just happens. Yeah. It's, but we're in a good place. I think the future of sports is in a really good place, especially the league especially the NFL. Like as soon as we can get Roger Goodell's bum ass out of there, yeah, we're get in a great place. $500 million ass out of there. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, man, this was tons of fun. This, this, this was, was really awesome, good. man. I hope I can come back on here. I feel oh. like it went by so fast. I, yeah. I just hit, I just hit record like the moment you joined, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty crazy. Yeah, that's awesome. uh, and yeah, it's been almost like over an hour now. It's pretty great. I love it. Damn. I yeah, love man. it, man. Love you, bro. Thank you so much for coming on. Of course. Uh, it's amazing Thank you to for see. having me. Yeah, you're welcome, bro. To see where you are with your headspace and everything, it's, it's awesome to see. And I miss you, man. I know it's been almost a year since I've seen you. Crazy. And hopefully we'll, uh, we'll cross paths again soon. Absolutely. Um, take care of yourself, homie. Tyler Fercasi, episode 58, Colorful Combos with Nico. February, friends, rolls on. Later, Ty. See ya.